Welcome to episode 29 of Broad Street Hustle. I'm your host, Tommy Nanny, bringing you a the night before Thanksgiving. So we will talk about some of the Thanksgiving Day games. So we have some Thursday football, which we'll, we haven't done for a while. Um, the typical lineup for this week, we got some Eagles recap. We'll talk about Eagles Packers. Um, we're going to bring you uh, a discussion around who do we think is going to make the playoffs. So you're you know, maybe some division winners and your three wild cards. So your seven teams that are going to make the playoffs. Um, and then typically our, our picks recap, which is always a fun segment. Um, I'm hoping we have some sound effects for, for that segment uh, from one of my from one of my co-hosts. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, we'll give our picks and then we'll end it with a uh, little Thanksgiving um, props. Right. So we have some plays maybe to play for tomorrow. Um while you eat your turkey. So, as always, I'm your host, Tommy Natty, um, with my typical co-host, Jason Sayada. What's going on, Tom? Jason, happy holidays. And uh, Jimmy DeChalk. Happy to uh, be spending another Thanksgiving Eve with you, Tom, but this is a little different than uh, how we used to do it. So, we'll see how hey, this I'll goes. Be, I'll be in bed by, by 9.30 night. It's perfect. So, uh, and then bringing us, uh, bringing us home is Christopher Michael Meeker. Because. I didn't. I didn't know uh, alcohol was allowed on this uh, podcast, there, Chalky. Well, uh, I mean, not, nobody said it wasn't. So, <laughs> is, 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 uh, is it really alcohol that is drinking? Let's jump right into it. So let's let's talk some Eagles. Uh, Jason, I'll throw it to you. So, what what was your thoughts on the uh, Eagles Colts? A little come from behind victory. Some people were not very impressed. Others took it as a positive. Yeah, I actually thought it was a good win. Um, you know, the offense struggled without Goddard, and I, I don't really see that changing. I, I think he's a really important cog in the offense, um, not only as a skill player, but as, he's a good blocker. And I think they really missed him, and they're going to miss him until he gets back. Uh, the other thing I thought was, I thought Steichen abandoned the run too early, and he got way too pass happy. Uh, and... I thought that hurt them. Uh, I, I I thought they should be running the ball a little more, um, you know. So uh, I I don't know if you know they had a game plan specifically against that Colts defense that that made them throw the ball as much as they did. But I I, I thought they got too pass happy there. But the Jalen Hurts man, you know, <laughs> that fourth quarter comeback that I mean he just he he marched them right down the field and he was accurate and he he took off when he had to. There was a couple of plays. You know, because they were throwing so much, I was wanting him to run on a couple of plays and, you know, even design runs, and he, he did it. I mean, obviously they called the play for it on the design ones, but even when they weren't designed and he took off, he got them got them big yards, and I thought he was really impressive in that fourth quarter. May have been his first fourth quarter comeback ever. When you guys know, yeah, I was trying to think of it. I can't remember. He's remember he's, he had at least one last year, right? Carolina was a fourth quarter comeback, um, but I think they said it during the Washington game. He's never had a fourth quarter comeback at home, and he's okay. He's, he had one or two on the road, gotcha. uh, not before last week, but yeah, he doesn't have a ton. But right, so well, not, last he week was, was also really impressive road. there, not at home. The, yeah. Next week was Rogan. Yeah, well, the Washington game they mentioned on the broadcast because that would have been his first one if he would have gotten it done. Ah, if he didn't. Gotcha, so, gotcha. yeah. And then defensively, you know, the additions of Sue and Joseph, they seem to help against the run. Um, I still think teams are going to try to establish the run against them. 
Um, and I, you know, I'll talk about the Green Bay game obviously later, but I, I think Green Bay will definitely try to establish the run. I still think that's the way you, you beat this defense is to, to basically run on them a little bit. Um, so, but all in all, I thought, yeah, that, you know, they didn't cover and they basically were losing the whole game, but I thought it was a good win. Hey, how about you, Chalky? Yeah, I mean, a decent win, I guess. Um, I, just looking real quick, he also had one at Washington last year, too. So there was at least two. That Week 17 game, they came back and won late. Um, you, you know, it, I think, you know, coming into the week, the defense was very much maligned after at least the first half of the Washington performance. And I think they stepped up and, and you know, that first drive, 75 yards, and you started to worry a little bit. And then, you know, I think they got him off the field eight times on third down. Taylor really didn't have much of anything the rest of the day. Um, and of the three field goals, Indi- uh, Indianapolis got two of them were short fields off of turnovers, right? So not long drives uh, there. So the defense stepped up and played well. The offense uh, was sloppy for sure, and Goddard being out hurts that. Um, I was just I watched the replay earlier today. They had eight out of ten drives that crossed midfield, and two of those were the touchdown drives. And then you have the field goal driver. They were first and goal at the two. Bad snap killed that. You had the first drive, holding penalty brings them back. The next drive, they had first and 35 because of three straight penalties, and all the backup tight ends got penalties. So it's stuff that's fixable, stuff that's going to need to get cleaned up. Um, but you can't keep you can't keep playing with fire like that. But uh, having Goddard out really does um, cause an issue that they're going to have to straighten out. And I I'm going to disagree with Jason a little bit. I didn't think. I wasn't so concerned they abandoned the run because the run wasn't really, they weren't getting much out of it. And I actually thought, and you you know, again, you don't know how these plays are designed. I thought Hertz actually made a couple of poor choices if on some of the RPOs where it seemed like there was a clear way to go when he was either handing it off and letting the guy run right into the middle of the line and not keeping it when there was a couple of those plays open. Um, but I thought he was making, he made some really, really good throws um, he was hitting guys before they made their break, you know, anticipation. So some of that stuff he wasn't really doing before, which I thought was good. Um, and the fact, you know, they came back and they came back and won. And I, I texted Tommy. I didn't think the, the clock management was particularly good on that last drive because it's like you're hurrying up and then you're slowing it down. And then you come out of the two minute warning in that, in, in the sneak formation with two yards to call a timeout. Like, what was that? Like that really, that really puzzled well, me, but. Um, and also, Scott ran out of bounds on, on that Scott one play. Scott ran out of bounds. Oh, that was, yeah, so, I mean, that was but, um, but, but Also, you know, the, as, the rotation of the bang, backs were a little puzzling. Yeah. Like, was, Scott's was, getting three was, carries was, on the final drive. He, he's carried that, yeah. the ball so five a lot times of stuff, all year. I was kind of, yeah. But I'm not going to complain because they were able to get, you know, a hard-fought win. And, um, you know, we'll see We'll see if they can carry that. Uh, it's not a letdown two weeks in a row, at least. Meek, what are uh, what do you yeah, think? Lane Johnson just said they came out in that crazy formation just to see if they can get him on the hard count, but I guess that didn't work out. That's why they called yeah, timeout. That, that, like, that, that worked that out was like 3% insane. of the time. You use the timeout, so now if you don't get that fourth down, the game's over. Yeah, yeah. That well, makes, plus yeah. It, was fourth, it was fourth and two. It's not yeah. like – if it was no fourth and one, to, then maybe you surprise him there. But fourth and yeah, two, I mean, they're like – If I'm a lineman, you can try – you snap the ball with two yards to go. We'll we'll take that shot. Like, you know, there's no reason to jump there at all. Right, right. Yeah, for me, I mean, the Eagles D basically won the game for them. I don't think their offense was had any kind of flow. Their third down efficiency was five for five for twelve or five for thirteen. So they're certainly missing Goddard in situations like that. But they got to Ryan in you know key situations in the third and fourth quarter. He got sacks by Sue. 
Reddick, Graham at the end. So they held them to field goals instead of touchdowns, and that's the reason why they won, essentially. You know, if, if they punch it in once or twice instead of getting field goals, and of course the missed field goal, might be talking about them losing this game. But, you know, overall, I mean, I think the D stepped up in the second half, held the Colts wide under 100 yards rushing for the game. And teams are going to want to run against them, like you were saying earlier. Uh, but I think they stepped up their game in the second half defensively. I don't know if I take anything from it to say, like, oh, there's problems with the team. You know, I think that you get give Colts a little bit of credit. They played well. You know, uh, this coach, who is much maligned, uh, has coached two pretty good games, to be honest, even though they played the Raiders, who are a horrible team. But coach pretty well in this game. They just don't have the talent to compete with the Eagles, but the Eagles pulled it out. I mean, I guess it's a good victory because they won and, you know, you, you face, you, know, you can lose any, any week in the NFL and they, and they found a way to, to win it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, you guys didn't really leave, leave much to, to talk about. I think some of the, some of the parts that, you know, I, I didn't care for is um, kind of what Jason referenced is, you know, they played the game as if Goddard was still playing and they just plugged in the two the two tight ends as if he they're going to be able to play the same game as Goddard. And I thought that was kind of stupid and it showed on, you know, it showed. Um, and they're, they're non-use of like running backs out of the backfield. They don't throw the running backs at all. I mean, that was something we talked about last week. Um, you thought maybe instead of the tight ends kind of taking Goddard snaps, you're going to see, you know, different sets. You're going to see more running back action out of and they, they still don't really use the backs. And I think, was it the fourth quarter on a broken play? I think Miles Sanders had a big a big catch um, that kind of moved them downfield. So I don't know. I'm still, <clears throat> or was it the pass interference? Yeah, yeah, something where it was. A, um, so, you know, I still, there's still like a lot of, you know, I, I'm still waiting to see a game where, where Steichen and Sirianni kind of have a complete game where they call it good from the first quarter to the fourth quarter all year. It's, you know, the first half or the second quarter, they played well. I mean, it's good because they make adjustments. This game, they were struggling. The fourth quarter, they ran the ball nine straight times, including, you know, the Hurts runs, but they got the ball. They scored on their last two drives. So they make the adjustments, but it's like, come on, have a game where you just come out and you, you, you're good from start to finish. Um, but for me, I mean, the biggest takeaway is, uh, you know, and I've, I've mentioned it many a times, I'm not a, was, you know, wasn't a big Hurts supporter. Um, and he still has to prove it in key games, but I mean, geez, every, every test that this kid gets, he passes and he passes it well. And, and honestly, I was watching, watching that final drive, not scared thinking he's going to, you know, he's going to make the play. He's fourth and two. He's going to make that play third and goal. He's going to make that play. And he did, and he made it rather easily. So, you know, I take positives from that. I mean, he's been, he's stepped up every time they needed him to step up. So for me, that's that that's what I've been looking for, and and he's he's delivering. So I would like to see the rest of the team step up at times. But you know, uh, Brown had a couple, another fumble, just kind of sloppy. But you know, it's a seventeen game season that you're going to hit lulls, and you know the Eagles came out strong, and now they're in a lull. So we got to see how they come out against Green Bay. So that brings us to brings us to Green Bay. So let's let's on to Green Bay, as Bill Belichick says, on the Cincinnati. So what do what do we think? Uh, about the matchup Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers coming into Lincoln Financial. Jason? Yeah, I think you're going to see more of the same uh, Sunday night. I think, you know, like I had mentioned earlier, I think Green Bay is going to try to establish the run with, with Jones and Dylan. And uh, I, I, uh, 
I don't, I thought the line was kind of shady when it opened up at six and a half. I thought that was kind of low. I know it's it's up to seven now, but uh, to me, I yeah, think. But, but you got to remember, it's Aaron Rodgers. That Vegas is not going to set these lines where Rodgers is getting nine points, ten points. You know what I mean? It just they're, yeah, they're, the I, action would just be so one sided. Well, I'm just thinking, like, you know, maybe not that high, but maybe to make it seven and a half, you know what I mean, instead of six and a half. Like, to to give you that. Yeah, to me, though, I think they made it at six and a half to see where the action goes. You know, they put it at a line to where they can move it to the key number or they can keep it under a key number, depending on where the action is. Um, So it's almost like, yeah, we're not sure where it's going to go. Let's let's let the, the bets dictate where we move the line. And I think it's already moved to seven, right? It's seven now, yeah. Yeah, um, so, I mean, it already hit the key number after it opened yeah. at six and a half. Yeah, I I, I still think it's shady because they could have did the same thing with seven and a half. They could have moved it down to the key number seven, you know, or, or kept it over. Yeah, but so. now, you're, now you'd have to move it a full point to get it under seven where you're not necessarily six and a half. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. On Vegas Insider, it's six and a half. I don't know. DraftKings is seven. Oh, uh, maybe it went back down to six and a half. Then it was it was seven at some point. Yeah, it was today. seven earlier. Yeah, so it's back uh, to six and a half. Yeah, I, I DraftKings has six and a half, but if you want the Eagles, it's minus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I I I think it's I think it's going to be a tight game. I I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Um, I and uh, I'm going to say that they'll win, but not cover. I'm going to say twenty three seventeen. And oh, by the way, do I get anything for picking the Colts having sixteen points last week? Did I you have 24-16 as a score? Did you have 17 for the Eagles? No, I was off by one touchdown. Um, but yeah, I did have the Colts at 16, so I don't know if I win anything. But No, uh, no but anyway, 23-17, I think the Eagles will pull it out in a tight game that will not be high scoring. Okay, and then is there rain in the fall? I know there's rain Saturday night. There's rain Sunday. Sunday early. I'm not sure if it's going to linger, but there is definitely rain early. So it just depends on if it uh, hangs around. Um Till, till game time. All right. Well, we'll jump to Meeker. What do you think? Well, in the Packers' four wins, they average like 200 yards a game on the ground. So uh, to Jason's point, they're going to have to stop the run to win the game. I think even, you know, I think they're going to win the game regardless. But um, it just goes to show you that Aaron Rodgers, because they've lost every other game, basically, that they haven't at least ran for like 150 yards, he can't win – he can't win games on his own anymore, not with the supporting cast he has. Now, I know this Walker kid or Watson, whatever his name is, has uh, stepped up over the last few weeks. But this is really just not the same scary Green Bay offense we've seen in the past. And I don't know that they've packed it in, pardon the pun. But after last week's loss, you wonder whether or not Green Bay has got anything left, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the Eagles win the game. And I, I kind of agree. I don't think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be a little more high scoring than Jason thinks. I'm going 30 to 24, but I think they win. Um, and I think they win by, by running the ball this week, actually. Um, and not just leaving it up to Jalen hurts. Did you guys see that, uh, Rogers came out and said he's got a broken thumb and he's had it for like a month. Well, it's maybe pretty, more. pretty much every, uh, every game he's lost except for the Cowboys since, uh, they came out of London. He broke it in London. I think you said, right. Yeah. He's, he's had it for a while. So, I don't know. It might be I mean, part of the reason they're struggling. Yeah, that plays a big part. So, sure. you know, and I think to Meeker's point, uh, what happens early in the game, I think, dictates what's going to happen later in the game. So if the Eagles come out strong and they, they jump on the Packers, I can see the Packers kind of 
like Beaker said, packing it in. Um, the longer they let them hang in the game, I think you'll see a, a tighter game, and that's where you will see the Packers, you know, potentially win the game or cover the spread. Um, so you got to kind of handicap the first half to, for me, is looking at the first half to figure out what's going to happen later in the game. How about you, uh, Chalky? Yeah, I mean, broken thumb aside, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't quite played like that, so it feels kind of weird to say if Green Bay puts it on him, they're going to have trouble winning the game. But I agree. I think they gotta uh, they got to try to establish the run game to a certain extent or at least mix it in. I mean, this is a stretch now where the Eagles are facing uh, some decent backs. Aaron Jones is top 10 yards, and I think he's averaging over five yards a carry. Um, and then in the coming weeks, you got Henry, Barkley, uh, Fields on the Bears was a quarterback and, and Herbert who are all running well so um, they have to keep it up uh, I think it's I think it you know the Green Bay defense has struggled so I think the Eagles if they don't play super sloppy will have enough opportunities uh, to score points I don't see it as a particularly high scoring game either um, what, Jason what, what did you what did you land on 23-17 yeah that's what I was thinking so I won't pick that i'll say 24 21 eagles uh close game but uh i don't think um i don't think i don't think the eagles blow them out and i'd be surprised if the packers blew out the eagles but uh I'll, I'll say three point win for the eagles yeah so my fault i'm gonna stick to uh, eagles cover um 27 14 so double digit win there okay so let's uh, let's jump to our next segment. Are we we going to jump into divisions and the playoff teams? What we think? All right. Uh, well, like I like we said in the beginning, well, we'll kind of give out our uh, seven overall teams who we think are going to make the playoffs. Obviously, give some background why um, some division winners. I don't know if you guys want to just shoot them out all seven, or if you want to go through divisions. I, I probably each person just gives out their teams, and and we could discuss from there. Uh, Jason, kick us off. You've been, you've been firing away first. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for the, I'll start with the NFC. I think the NFC division winners is uh, going to be chalky. Um, you know, basically the, the teams that are leading, I don't see any of them getting caught. So that would be the Eagles in the East, the Bucks in the South, uh, the Vikings in the North, and then the 49ers. They're tied with Seattle. They technically have the lead because they beat Seattle in the only game they played. But um, I I know I had said Seattle last week was worth a, a bet to win the division. But in the long run, I think the 49ers probably will pull it out. But then my three wild card teams will be, obviously, Dallas will be the top wild card. I do think Seattle's going to make the playoffs. Um, they, they have an easy schedule, and they already have six wins, I believe. So uh, I think they're going to get in. And then my surprise team for third, I think the I think Washington's playing well. I think they're going to wind up passing the Giants. I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Giants. I still don't think they're that good. And I think Washington, would, with Heineke now, there's definitely a big difference in the offense. Uh, they're getting Chase Young back this week. Um, so the defense, which has already been solid, will, will get better. And they're coming around, and they're, they're, they might be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say the Commanders are going to get in as the seventh team. All right. Well, I'll, I'll jump in next since um, my NFC teams are very similar. I have the Eagles, San Fran, Minnesota, Tampa, obviously taking those divisions. 
I have Dallas making the playoffs as the the 15. Um, I actually had, you know, and these could be flip-flop. That Seattle as the seventh team sneaking in, so similar to Jason. But unlike Jason, I have the Giants holding hold and serve and uh, finishing over Washington. Um, you know, I was just I just kind of did game by game uh, of of the rest of the season, and I had them finishing with a better record. Giants are, you know, depending on what metrics you look at, they're a top ten defense um, when it comes to points per points per play and and uh, points per yards, like kind of some of the metrics we look at and Vegas looks at. So I do think defensively that they have a team that can get them to the playoffs. Now offense, I mean Jones obviously is a problem, but you know Washington is Heineke. It's not like it's not like you're 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 battling here with some top top flight guys at at the position, especially the quarterback position. So you know those games can go either way. They'll probably come down to some head to head matchups, but I do have the Giants and Seattle rounding it out. Uh, Chalky, how about yourself? Uh, same with you guys for the divisions. I think the current leaders hold on. Um, and I think uh, in the North, pretty much everybody there is is shot as far as getting in. Um, so one of the one of the two, uh, well, Dallas gets in from the East, obviously. And one of the other two teams, whether Giants or Commanders, I do think gets in. I really flirted with putting them both in, but with the head-to-heads, it might be too much. So uh, I'm actually going to go Commanders uh, as well. And my last team, uh, I'll go out on the limb stubbornly because I refuse to acknowledge Seattle as being decent as I'll take Atlanta for the last wild card spot. I think they have a couple of winnable games. Um, and that last, the last week of the season against Tampa may not mean much. So Tampa may not play that all out. Um, so I'll say they're five and six now. Uh, they could lose a Washington this week, but still end up with nine wins and nine wins might be enough for a wild card this year. So I'll, I'll throw Atlanta in there. Yeah. Atlanta was my, um, would be my eighth team. So, you know, right now they could be make the playoffs, of course. So, you know, we're given seven, but they were definitely a team. And and surprisingly, yards per point, Atlanta's number one with 13.3 yeah. yards per point, which is D- just shocking. Yeah, um, pitch is out oh, now. They're, they're going to yeah, make yeah, pitch, out, I think. Yeah. Sure. And, Mary, you know, it's sustainability of a Mariota and stuff. We'll see. So. You know, when you get down to the seventh, eighth team, it's it's yeah. When, when you're looking at those teams, it's like which one is yeah. Come on, so I figure I try to well, try to get a little bit with, of a value there if possible. Now with uh, I know why with everybody's highly anticipating all our listeners right now for the you know the 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 one that everybody knows is we'll see how many can get wrong. I mean, right, uh, Meeker, what do you think? Well, there's not really a lot to think about in the <laughs> NFC. I mean, all the all the four the four division winners that are ahead right now are going to take their division. Cowboys obviously are going to make the playoffs. I do have the Giants in, and then it really comes down to the Seahawks versus Washington. And if you look at the the rest of the schedule, take a big game that um, that the Seattle has is they play the Jets, and that might also be a game that the Jets need. And if they win that game, I think Seattle ends up making the playoffs. And that's and it's weird because why does Washington play the Giants? Then they go on a bye, and then they play the Giants again. It's a really weird schedule. Yeah, for them. I, that was that was I just found that weird to have a bye in December, which is not typical, but really strange. And it probably helps them to have a bye that late. In the oh season, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you see, like, yeah. you know I mean, you could, if you lose that game, I guess you can. You just saw them. You know, you have a bye to prepare for them again. You know, so yeah. it's yeah. kind of I weird. mean, the last couple of years, the NFL's like to do those quick turnaround games in like the in division games, um, like later in the year. But to go 
division like one game, sandwich buy, game in between right right yeah. back to with a but the buy in between was the weird especially weird part to me but i yeah, think Mika that, brings you know, up a good point that well um you bring up a good point what makes this so hard is you know week 17 and week 18 what are some of these teams playing for? You know, you might, the Eagles might have everything locked up and whoever, I think they play the Giants. And now maybe they're playing the Giants like they did a couple years ago with no starters. So it's like the the path could just got a little bit easier for them and vice versa. The Jets are, you know, benching quarter, quarterbacks and who knows what they got going on later in the season. So it's, so it's so hard to say like, you know, what's going to happen in week 17, week 18. That's, that's really what, you know, makes it tough. To me, like the, the deciding factor with Seattle versus the Commanders was, you know, Seattle's got to go to Kansas City. I think that's a loss. think that Jets game is big, and I think they win it. The rest of their schedule is kind of winnable, where the Washington has to play three division games, one against Dallas, two against the Giants. And if they go one and two in those games, I don't think they make the playoffs. So I think that's very likely. Uh, so I'm going to pick, pick Seattle as my seventh and final NFC playoff team. Yeah, I had Seattle finishing ten and seven um, when I just did the the records myself. So yeah, it's one of the reasons. That's obviously why I had them getting in. All right, well, let's move to the uh, AFC. Jason, start us off again. So the AFC, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot here in the East. I I don't like the way the Bills have been playing. I don't like the way Allen's been playing. I actually think Miami's gonna win the, the East. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot with the Dolphins winning winning the East. Uh, Titans pretty much have the South wrapped up already. They have uh, at least the two-game lead, maybe more there. Ravens, uh, they just have the advantage over the Bengals with the schedule. I think the Ravens are going to win win the uh, the North, and then the Chiefs are, have a big lead. They're they're not giving up that lead in the West. Three wild cards. Obviously, the Bills, if they don't win the division, uh, will be the top wild card team. I think the Bengals will get in. Bengals turned it around th- this year. Uh, Last couple of weeks, they've been playing playing well. Um, they're they're going to get in. They'll be the second wild card, and then I'm going to take a shot with the third again. Um, this is a team I was high on coming into the year. They've had some injuries. Hopefully, some guys will get back. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I I really like him, Herbert. I think the Chargers. I'm going to take a shot with the Chargers sneaking in and passing the Jets and Patriots uh, for that last spot, the seventh wild or the se- the seventh team, the third wild card. Okay. And um, uh, I, I guess I'll go since I went for second the, the last time. So, yeah, I got KC winning that division. I got Baltimore winning that division. I got Tennessee winning that division. Um, so now my AFC East is – and these three teams are, are interchangeable to me because I think they all make the playoffs. Um, and just keeping with the theme of what I said pre – preseason and my my pick last week i'm going to take new england when i did the schedule to, to take that division by surprise um I, I to the points that jason said i i don't think buffalo is playing good football i don't i think the injury to allen is a, is a problem um i'm still not a miami believer but i do think they make the playoffs so i'm going to take new england now again I, I in full disclosure i think all three of those teams are interchangeable and can win the division so I have all three of them making the playoffs, New England, Miami, Buffalo, um, and then rounding out the playoffs, I have Cincinnati for the same reasons, looking at their schedule the rest of the way. Um, some of their efficiency stats are actually in the offensively um, are in the top 10, even without Chase, who hasn't been playing the last few games. So I have them uh, making the playoffs. 
Uh, Chalky. Yeah, so Baltimore, Tennessee, KC, all three leading, all win. Um, I will go Buffalo to technically in second, as we said, but Miami's got a stretch coming up of at San Francisco, at, at I almost said San Diego, at Los Angeles Chargers, at Bills. They might lose all three of those games. So I'm going to say Bills win the division. Miami definitely gets in. And then you get to, I mean, almost by default, Patriots, they're 6-2, and two, and, and and Chargers at 5-5, five and five, like, they're just uh, too, you know, uh, they should be in there, and then the Bengals are at 6-4, and four, so which two of those three, I'll take Cincinnati, and I'll take uh, the Chargers, just because they were one of my Super Bowl picks, and I'm going to be stubborn like that, so Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, Kansas City, Miami, Cincinnati, Chargers. Okay. Uh, same as before, everybody's anticipating these picks. <laughs> you should. <Go> ahead. <laughs> yeah, Kansas City, Baltimore, and the and the Titans all have it locked up. Now, the the, the AFC East is the question, right? So I'm going to go Miami, too. I'm going to agree with Jason here. And I think the reason is, is because they're going to have the better di- division record. Think that they might have the same record as Buffalo by the end of the season, but I think they're going to have this uh, one more win than the Bills in the division. So I think they take that division. When it comes to the I wild think it's card, key. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think it is key, and I, I didn't mention this that they have already beaten Buffalo. So that right. that's a that's big. Yep, that's why and they're Buffalo lost right to the Jets. So I mean that yep. that was also big. Yep. So when it comes to the wild cards, this was tough for me, but you know I really had to look at every single game for the rest of the season. And I just concluded that since he has, they pay five, five potential playoff teams in their next seven games. I think yep. that's going to be tough. Uh, their schedule is a little tough. Whereas a team like the chargers, who I do believe are going to make the playoffs, their two tough games are against the Titans and the dolphins, but the rest are winnable games. So they could end up going five and two the rest of the way and the year 10 and seven. I don't think the jets are going to make the playoffs. They have all kinds of problems right now. Uh, I'd be surprised if they even finish, you know, with a winning record by the end of the year. I think they're going to lose that Seattle game, as I mentioned earlier. I think that's a big game for them. So I came to the conclusion the Patriots, they're my last team to uh, make the playoffs and end up with the sixth seed um, in in the uh, AFC playoffs. Because their schedule is not so bad compared to the rest. Some of these teams may all end up finishing up with a very similar record. It's going to be pretty fun. I mean, this ec- this extra playoff team that they added last year just i think teams are going to be in it right up to week 17 yeah what's crazy too is a lot of you know a lot of the projections that i did hinge on this week so it's like you have this week that's about to happen and if a team you thought was going to win or lose and they you know the reverse happens it like changes everything immediately the whole playoff picture so it's it's just amazing that everybody's like within one game and one it's you know, it's why the NFL is the best. So, so Meeker, you you have the Bengals out then. I have, don't have Bengals out. I do. Okay. All right. And then you had who? You had uh, Miami, so Buffalo. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Three uh, wild card: Buffalo, Patriots, Chargers. Oh, Chargers were the third team. Yeah, yeah, third Chargers. Okay, so pretty. Mu- I mean, nobody's crazy. I guess the only lone wolf of the whole group was Chalky's Atlanta, right? I think that was the only one that he that wasn't a consensus pick somewhere. Um, yep. And we, didn't, we didn't talk too much about the NFC South and who might 
Atlanta could win the division and make the playoffs. No. Probably I was way easier than the Tampa Bay's wild card pick. No, that didn't, didn't no. come. Tampa Bay's coming on now. I think they're no. They're, yeah, Atlanta they're getting Atlanta, stronger. In fact, can't win the division. <laughs> I mean, they'll play games, but they can't. Very surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they you know they're not Mariota is their quarterback. I mean, let's be real here. Let's let's go through their wins. It's like, come on. I mean, if Tom Brady, I mean, I think they have an easier path to make maybe playoffs. Can win, but I have an easier path making the playoffs. I think winning the division than trying to win a wild card, based on the the current records of these teams. They're only one game behind Tampa, right? So what are two games behind uh, everybody else? Yeah, five and yeah. five, five and six, but um. Yeah, they still have their buy the buy to play. Yeah, but I mean the wild card, they're only I mean, you're competing who's in the wild card? You're competing with six and four, seven six and four. Dallas Giants. With a six and, yeah, yeah, six and four that'll get you in right now. So it's not they're one win out of a wild card too. So yeah, I mean I I, I Tampa's gonna win that division. Brady's finally he's you know, he's happy now, understandable, understandably why. So he's starting to he's starting to find his groove. Uh, find a new woman. I, mean, <laughs> I know it's that he lost a woman. I think is what it is. <laughs> if I have any advice for him, it would be don't find a new woman. Just well, uh, now he's getting get sued for the crypto get, advertising. So I don't get a place with Gronkowski. That that would be my oh, recommendation. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they probably pay he, more for that than his contract uh, for announcing after the year. Pay more for that TV show, that reality show. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he might need to play another four years though if uh, if he gets if he gets hit in that, that suit. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on. I guess it's pick time, right? It's recaps. Pick recaps. Jason, you're the one that kind of uh, does it does it for us. So take it away. Yeah. So I'll I'll start as we normally do with our overall stats for the uh, how we track over under and then the public's record. So over under, uh, I think this may have been the first week that o- there were more overs than under. Um, over was eight and under was six. Uh, but still in the year, I have over at 67 and under at 97. So it's still a big discrepancy there. Big, big public week. Um, public crushed with their over under picks and they did pretty well at the spread. The public was nine and five with their over and under. Um, so they're pretty pretty much almost 500. They're 79 wins and 84 losses with their over-under picks. Um, the spread, they actually, like I said, it was a chalky week last week. They won eight games, and they lost six. So, But on the year, they're still 72 and 88. So I will uh, continue to fade the public. I don't care. Once you know, Usually the public has a good week, and then they have a bad week. So hoping that's coming this week. Um, so for our overall picks, our picks, um, we had one guy who had a good week and three guys who did not. So uh, we'll start with Tommy. Uh, Tommy went 2-0-1 on the week. Um, he won uh, the uh, Cowboys, um, which was our pick of the century, I believe, Tommy. Yeah, so, right? that was- so I mean, that was the biggest lie. So Meeker, now I know... Uh, not on this show, but we have a picks that we do, and we couldn't help but notice that you picked Minnesota on on that. Yes, on the walk- on the lock of the century. Now I know you don't listen. You don't listen to what we have to say. I get it, but walk me through 
What, the logic. You're, how are you bringing computer that line and decide the logic? If yes. There was no, What's there was no logic behind it. It was because you guys were picking it. I figured that if Minnesota can pull out a win, I'd gain a game on you in the pool. That's it. That's the only reason. Even though we said it was the lock, I can, of the, I can, I can accept that century. as a reason because he's got to play catch up. Uh, I can accept. Yeah, that. why not? Let's give it a shot. It's it's weak. I, I don't know if I, Tom, do you buy that? I don't. No, I don't I, buy I, it. Not nah. a little. I mean, I, I believe he did. I'm it. telling you, I, like, that's I, the reason why. It is really the reason why. I think he saw the line and said, "Oh, Vegas he, is wrong." On he this looked line. at the stats, i.e., yeah. records. Oh man, nine yeah. to one, eight to one. It, yeah. Let's get to let's get to the part where I'm never going to beat Jason head to head again. I'm just waiting. Oh for yeah, that. I'll, I'll, I'll come with that. I'll oh, right there. go ahead. Right. So go ahead. let me finish I, with Tommy. So Tommy, Tommy won the Cowboys. Uh, he won the Saints as they covered. Uh, but he there you pushed. Go, Mika, that was for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. He pushed the Atlanta game, so he went two zero and one. And I think that's the first. That's because Tommy and I both had Atlanta. It was three when we picked it. We talked about getting under those key those key lines where it's gotten us wins, taken at two and a half. We took Atlanta at three, at uh, three, it dropped to minus two and a half, a lot of books by Sunday. If we would have waited, we would have got the win there, but that's a little bit the other way going that, you know, yep. went against us. All right, so we'll go to me. Uh, I, I, I've i been struggling a little bit lately. I went one and two. Um, did you get my overall for the year? Don't you? No, no, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm oh, just okay, going to do, talking. I'm going to do how we did and then we'll do overall. Um, gotcha. So, uh, I, as I said, you know, Dallas was our pick of the century. That was obviously an easy win. Uh, the Lions-Giants under, I lost that game. That somehow became a shootout. And then, as Meeker mentioned, he did beat me again somehow. Um, the Bengals-Steelers game became a shootout. Don't know how that happened, but he beat me. So, I went one and two. Uh, Chalky? Uh, Chalky had his first... Uh, a uh, winless week. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> All right. Now, a week ago, Meeker goes before me, and he picks a game that I liked very much. And I said, you know what? I said, the two or three times we've been on the same side in this segment, it's been a disaster. When we've talked about other games and been on the same side, it's lost. I'll be a gentleman and not take that game as well. Last week, he could have done the same thing, <laughs> but said, no, nah, I'm still taking it anyway. And what happens... Denver, at the very least, should have covered, should have won by probably 10 or oh, 14 points, geez. and those two did last drive disasters. So, oh, so let me just say, as, gen- so, as a gentleman, I'll take the losing week, but I just want to reiterate that I'm a gentleman when it comes to this kind of please thing. Please explain, but, you know. Jason Sayeda, what happened on that last Denver wait, drive? Wait, well, wait, wait. Yeah, please, I know. Let me start. The, Tommy wants public. to jump in with, with something, then in. I'll on explain dis- what happened. On full disclosure, yeah. now Jason can attest to this, but he has a timestamp. Yeah. Vegas was down 10 nothing, and I texted Jason, I just live bet Vegas money line solely because Chalky and Meeker took them. I didn't watch a second <laughs> of the did. game, you but did. they're down 10. I it. got plus I got plus whatever it was, and I live bet them, and you saw what happened. He did. I you should have watched it. Please, the last please. drive, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and like I had said, I probably would have punched him in the face if I was on the sideline, but so – they're trying to run clock. They run two balls, you know, two dives up the middle for no no gain. And third What's the score down. At this point, please. Uh they were they were 16, up three. Right? Yeah, they were up three. They were three. covering. Okay, yep. keep going. And so they roll him out on third down. 
There's a, I believe there's a minute and 50 or minute 45 seconds left. They roll them out on third down. Vegas is out of timeouts. There's nowhere to go with the ball. So a high school quarterback would know at that point, just take the sack. You're only going to lose two or three yards. What does Russell Wilson do? He throws the ball away. So he stops the clock with a minute 45 left. If he takes the sack, they're punting the ball with like a minute five left, and Vegas is getting the ball with like 50 seconds left deep in their own end. No timeout. He takes the sack and gives Vegas basically a minute and 40 seconds to go down the field and tie the game. I feel like part of them had to, in his head go, I listened to Broad Street Hustle this week. <laughs> he probably <laughs> did. He and Meeker have, have us. He probably I have did. to throw this ball away. Well, I, and, and honestly, if you were Hackett, I would. I I don't know that you'd write the punch him in the face because you called a passing play instead of a it running play. Run, keep the clock yeah, but, running. Well, and, but, and and they also didn't say whatever you do, don't throw an incomplete. Like it, take the sack if you have to. I mean, the now, guy's been in the league. Shouldn't have to tell that. Shouldn't have to tell that. Super Bowl winning quarterback. You got to tell yeah. some of these players this is what you have to do. And that that coaching staff is a disaster. So I don't He's I don't done. give any of them He's a pass. But I mean. I probably shame wouldn't on me, have even, shame on me for picking Denver. Shame on me for picking Denver. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have even called the pass play like you're saying, but it was third and long, right? It was Why like not? third and you nine. You roll them out, and if somebody yeah, you gets take the open shot, somehow, right? you have to trust your uh, whatever yeah. four hundred million dollar whatever he makes. So you, right? yeah, I mean, do you trust on. him this year? Sorry, I mean, there's I'm, nothing to be trusted with Russell no, Wilson. This I'm, year. I'm I mean, if the you clock if, down in that case, I know if you can't trust him, that then you you might as well pack that season. You're not going far anyway. So what's I mean, I'm rolling them out. What's happening? If he's got, a, if he can run, he runs. If he's got somebody wide open, he throws. And if not, he just takes a sack and goes right. down. Anyway, but, but, so but, but if, back. You, if, if you were the coach and you and you guys hate Russell Wilson so much, why would you trust him? He's your quarterback. You got to you got to you got to play the hand. Yeah, now, just right. run the ball. You, run the ball. Then then you might as well not got him. I mean, that's you know. Then right, you might Hackett as well didn't make the trade. All all I know is. Let's get back to what we're talking about now. Chalky had was winless. Is that is that correct? Well, I'm, yeah, I, I'm oh, gonna yeah. go through Chalky. Right. Wasn't wasn't three weekend. losses, but it was winless. <laughs> so Chalky pushed on the Atlanta game. Uh, there and you then go. He, he got had, back at some. He had the under in the Atlanta Chicago shootout, so he lost that. And then the Denver game, which we just mentioned. So uh, O two and one for Chalky. And then we get to our boy Meeker. Um, Meeker uh, went one and two. He lost, as he pretty much always does with his best bet. We're going to get into that in a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> First of all, in the beginning of the year, I wasn't slotting these bets as best bets. Uh, that came Even though you were told like every five. week to slot them. You well, they're all equally yeah. as bad, so it doesn't really matter. We can shuffle them around however you want. It's not a pretty picture. So Meeker lost the under in the Giants-Lions game. Uh, he lost the Denver game, as we just mentioned. And he beat me in the Bengals-Steelers game, which is embarrassing. That's, but is he that did. two weeks in a row uh, now? Two weeks in a row. It is. So the strategy um, really is, Meek, you got to let Jason go first and then just yeah. go against him because that's the strategy for you. I'm, I'm about to give our overall record. And you need to go ahead of me so I can make sure we don't pick a, we don't, I don't pick a game that you have. Here's the chest pumping. Go ahead. So, <laughs> well, my overall record's 20 and 12. And one push on the year. I'm plus $627 profit with a 19% ROI. Tommy is 15, 10, and 2, plus 487 profit, 18% ROI. Then we get to Chalky, who's 13, 19, and 1, 
uh, minus 733 and minus 22% ROI. And Meeker is 13 and 17, minus 528, minus 18% ROI. Uh, our our uh, group uh, of Guest, uh, Jimmy D still 4 2 and 1, plus 160. Dave is 0 2 and 1, minus 200. And Pitts is 1 and 2, minus 109. On the year, guys, we have dropped below. We've got to do a better job. We've dropped below the, the Mendoza line here. We're 66 and 64. But we're now minus 297 and minus 2.2%. <laughs> We're but not going to point weeks fingers left. of why why our record. Looks no, we're not pointing fingers or anything. <laughs> no. But let me get to the best. Let me get to the best bet segment here because this is always fun. So on the best bet, I'm seven three and one with a plus three forty five profit and thirty one percent ROI. Tommy's even better. He's six two and one, plus four seventy nine fifty three percent ROI. Chalky's five five and one. You know he's he's in there, but because of the juice, he's he's under. He's minus forty six, minus four percent. And then we get to Meeker, <laughs> which I didn't Meeker, slot we, the first listen, five or six weeks of the season. Maybe you could get like a Carnival Cruise to sponsor your best yeah, bet. Slot, segment. Slotting your picks is like rearranging deck chairs in the Titanic. It don't make a difference. Right. Like <laughs> Meeker well. is two and eight on his best. <laughs> I mean. You, we laugh about it, but you just do the opposite. It's basically That's like giving out winners. He, yeah, Carnival Cruise should thing. sponsor his best bet. So, <laughs> so his profit is minus 626, minus 63% <laughs> best bet. <laughs> so co- we're going to call it your worst bet for me. <laughs> should. Just, right? re- just put them in inverse order. And Jimmy D's we'll do that this one. Week. Da- I'll be because Do the opposite. Oh. <laughs> Everybody out there, please, please. Take that in, in, into account. Uh, Dave and Pitts are both 0 and 1. We're 22 and 21. We're R plus 130, and we're 3% ROI on our best bets. So um, that's it. That's the rundown there. All right. Well, without further ado, let's give out our picks for this week. Um, yeah, everybody heard the strategy. Go with go with me, myself and Jason and Meeker and uh, Chalky. Just do the opposite, and you'll have a profitable weekend. Um, so who wants to go first? I'll, I'll open it up Maker. To, to the group. Maker. Oh, we we want Maker, Maker to go first? Yeah. We don't want the audience to, to get wait. back to 500 before the end of the season. Well, My I, only I think... goal at this point. But uh, we're going to start off with uh, Chargers, minus three uh, against Arizona. <laughs> That's your uh, best bet? <laughs> That's one of my best. You love that? Man, I'm sorry. No, I'm the opposite, obviously. I'm see the Yeah, you love the opposite of that? So, yeah. All right, so we'll go against you this week. So Wait, head to head, minus three. I don't. Maybe head to head works for me. Yeah, it's minus three now. It's three. Oh, it dropped. Yeah, well, this I think they game. Were, um, weren't sure about uh, Mary, so it must be he must be playing. Yeah. Or maybe he's not. He playing. said he he's said terrible. he's looking to play. That, that he matters be playing to this me, week. So, but Chargers. Yeah, need well, to, four and a half. That's why earlier. Chargers basically need to to win. You know these winnable games to make the playoffs, as we talked about earlier. So this is one of them they have to win. They're going on the road to Arizona. I think they win what that game. What is that? Minus 110 or what, what do we have? Minus, minus 110. Okay. So anyway, Baltimore against Jacksonville. Baltimore in Jacksonville. Uh, they're minus four. I'm going to take the Ravens in that game. And I really I really 
didn't know if I should take the Giants plus the 10 or, or, or this over. So I'm going to side on this over. So an over on Washington, Atlanta, 41 and a half. So I think there's going to be some points scored in that game, even though Pitts is not playing. Um, again, both teams kind of fighting for the playoff lives. Anyway, I'm going to take the over 41 and a half in that game. Okay. Well, I guess your your partner in crime can go next, Chalky. Well, I didn't have any of those games, so we're both safe to go 0-3. Uh, no, but I don't like it because now you might have one of mine, but go ahead. Uh, all right, so my top play is uh, actually going to be under in the uh, Packers-Eagles, uh, under 46.5. I think it'll be close, but I think it'll go under. Um, I'm going to go uh, over in the Thanksgiving night game, over 42 for the Patriots-Vikings, and... Uh, I'm going to go one more, uh, total, uh, the Jets bears right now is sitting at 38 and a half and weather could be iffy. Jets just moved to quarterback out fields is hurt easy over in that game over 38 and a half. They'll be a shootout in that one. Let's say so over 38 and a half in the bears jets, uh, changing some strategy and, uh, Going with all totals instead of games. All right. I'll, well, I'll, by I'll, next week, I'm picking the plus 800 teams on the money line. But I figured yeah, you might want to. You might want to start picking the Newman Grady games at this point. Um, Jason, I'll let you go last. This way, you can document. So I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, my top pick for this week is Cincinnati minus two and a half. Obviously, at minus uh, 120. Why? Oh, because it's the shadiest line on the book. Ah, oh, that's a shocker. I'm guessing Jason's top pick is also going to be Cincinnati. Shocker. Um, and then I always like to, um, you know, I always like to look at games where there's a, one team wins like in a blowout fashion and then lines get over, overinflated. And that was the, that's why you might've heard some excitement out of me. That was the giants in Dallas. So Dallas just smoked Minnesota. That line should not be 10. That's an overinflated line. So I'm going to take the giants at plus 10 and that's a minus one Oh five right now. Um, and then similarly, I'm going to take Arizona at plus three at minus 110. That's a shady line. They're only, they're only getting three points. Chargers just took Kansas City to the brink. Um, Arizona got embarrassed in Mexico, and they're only getting three. So I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take that one. Uh, Jason, finish this off. So who wants to guess what my best bet is? I um, think we all know. Do you want to bet? Uh, no, I'll let, I'll let Meeker guess. No, we already Meeker. know. We already know that. Anyway. We knew that before you even got on the podcast. So did it? Did it go to minus two and a half? Because it yeah, was minus one and a half. It's two and a half minus one twenty. Minus one twenty. Yeah. Minus so means the line. Yeah. So they don't want. Oh, they didn't move it to is, three, but they. It's they, even more shady than. Yeah. Four. It's it's another lock of the century. I mean, it's a lock of the century. Wait, could, do do we give Meeker the chance to change one of his picks now if he wants to try to go three weeks in a row against Jason? Keep going. Let me see where the rest of your. Picks nah, are. it's gotta, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a pick that it's a legitimate yeah, one of his picks. Um, I'm gonna agree with Chalky on the Packers Eagles under 46 and a half. Um, I have minus 115. Did that change? On the 46 and a half. Uh, let me catch. Yes, but it, that is 115. Yep. Okay. Um, and then I am going to go against Chalky on the Patriots Vikings. I think that's under. I think uh, both teams. I think the Patriots are going to get after uh, Cousins. Uh, the, the offensive line struggling, and the Patriots have a great pass rush. So I don't see – and the, the Patriots are not a good offensive team. I think they're going to run the ball. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to go under 42. 
Is it 42? I have 42 and a half. It might have changed. Uh, it so is 42 and 40, a half. Well, draft, I'm looking at DraftKings right now. I got 42, but I didn't call this out earlier. The over, which I took, is minus 115. The under for you would be 105 as it sits right now on DraftKings. So they're juicing that okay. line too. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go under in that game. Uh, Patriots and Vikings on tomorrow night. And just... just um, uh, I was I mentioned this to Meeker earlier. I'm not really crazy about that game. I really didn't have a third game that I loved, but I'm, I'm I, I went with that one. But I do love the Bengals almost as much as I love Dallas. Yeah, uh, that is a shady, shady, shady line. And I yeah, forgot I, I, I do have a Jimmy D pick for this week. Uh, okay, he Go for it. likes the Patriots, which would be plus three at minus one twenty right now. Uh, That's kind of a shady line too, I think. And he said uh, he says to me. Uh, since you guys usually give an explanation for your picks, the Patriots will win because the Mayflower landed with the first Pilgrim team, not at Plymouth Rock, but <laughs> Gillette Stadium. Something like that. It's probably about as accurate as the analysis that we give, so uh, that's his explanation. <laughs> but Patriots plus three. Chalky, you got a, a World Cup England-US pick? Uh, play the draw. Or nil, nil. Play the draw. And Germany lost to Japan today, so now they're up to Japan. they're up to fourteen to one to win the World Cup. Hammer that! You're getting great value. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Now, like the let's move on to uh, the last segment, uh, which is Thanksgiving games. We got three games tomorrow. Um, I think we said we're going to do some props, but I mean, if you have a play, whatever kind of you want to do, I have a prop here myself. Uh, hopefully, everybody has one. Um, Talking, did you have a prop for the three games? It could be one game combination. It could be all three, two, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I, 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 I gave out the the you know the the, uh, the total in that late game. So I have two. I have a single game parlay for each of the other games. Um, if you can, sure. folks want to bet this. So first game, uh, Detroit under twenty one and a half. Buffalo over twenty seven and a half. And Stephon Diggs anytime touchdown. Because Akuda is going to be out with a concussion, uh, that's plus three twenty if you get that sequence to hit. And then in the uh, middle game, C.D. Lamb anytime touchdown, Dak Prescott thirteen yards or more uh, rushing, and uh, Saquon Barkley over seventy nine and a half uh, yards rushing. Uh, that's plus seven hundred or seven to one. So if you get that sequence, so those would be my two single game parlays. Nice. How about you, Maker? Did you have something? Took. Uh something in every game just to kind of keep me interested. I actually like your Giants bet, so I'm just going to take the Giants plus the 10 and a three-team parlay that includes some props. The other is Gabe Davis over three and a half receptions for a game for the game. I think that's really low. I think Buffalo is going to throw a lot in this game, so three and a half. I mean, he only needs four catches, so I like that. And I think I agree a little bit with the Minnesota Patriots game. Uh it being low scoring, Mac Jones's total is 227 and a half. So I'm going to go under on Mac Jones's total passing yards of 227 and a half. You play all three, you're at plus 508. So cash in there. All right. And I'll, uh, I'll go with, I have a, a parlay, uh, anytime touchdown parlay. So I got the Bills defense or special teams to score a touchdown. And I have Saquon Barkley to score a touchdown. That's going to get you a plus 778. It's almost eight to one. Um, and then I got a same game parlay for the Dallas Giants game. Uh, Barkley, touchdown anytime. So keep that, that going. And I did over 69 and a half because you can 
you know, when you do those, they have multiple layers of it. I forget what that was exactly individually, but it's over six, nine and a half. And then the Giants plus the 10. So that's about plus 295, almost three to one. So that's what I got. Jason, take us home. Yeah, I think the uh, the first game, I, I, there's going to be a lot of points. And I, I have a bunch of, par- not parlays, just single plays. Um, I'll start with uh, Knox. I think Dawson Knox gets in. Uh, Detroit is awful on, on tight ends. Um, I think he's going to score. Um, I also took a shot with James Cook scoring for, for the Bills. Um, and uh, Knox was plus 170. Cook was plus 220 to score. He ran the ball pretty well last week. And I'm not quite sure, you know, if they're Singletary, if they're a big fan of Singletary. So maybe maybe Cook breaks out and has a big game tomorrow. So I'm going to try to get him in the end zone. And then I have a couple of uh, yardage plays here. I have uh, St. Brown for, the, for, the, uh, for his yards. And I did not write it down. I'm sorry, but I think it was 70... Chalky, 76 and a half, I think it is. Give me one second, I'll get it up, yeah. Yeah, I, I missed writing it down. I do have it was minus 115. Are, but are you playing as a single bet or as a parlay? No, just single. Just single St. Brown, okay. yeah, yards over. Let me get that right now. Yeah, and then my other was, uh, I have Gabe Davis, but I don't have receptions. I have his yards being over, 57 and a half. I think, uh, I think you get a one, one big shot with him. Uh, downfield. So St. Brown, I see 76 and a half right now, minus 150. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm going to go over with that. And then for the Dallas game, I think one of the Dallas running backs gets in. Uh, uh, Zeke, Zeke is a better has better odds, and I think they actually go to him more on the goal line. So I'm going to go with a Zeke touchdown for minus 120. Um, Pollard probably get into, to be quite honest, but I think Zeke gets in. Is that uh, rocking or any time? Anytime touchdown. All right, because right now Zeke's even money, so you get a little bit of better value. Oh, okay, so he, he came up. He was 120 earlier. And then for the Patriots game, I'm going to go with Hawkinson for a touchdown at plus 215. Uh, so the tight end for the Vikings, uh, I think he'll get in. And then Stevenson for the Patriots is plus 110. Um, I will try to get him into the end zone. Um, and I do have one other play, um, and I mentioned it to you guys off air yesterday, and this is not a football play, but Jason Robertson to win the Rocket Richard trophy in the NHL. Uh, the kid's 23 years old. He's breaking out. Uh, I think he's got a big shot to, to lead the league in goals. And he's plus 30. He's 33 to 1 on uh, FanDuel, which is outrageous. And he's still 33 to 1 today. Even if you throw ten bucks on it, I think it's worth it. I think it's between him and Connor McDavid. Obviously, Connor McDavid could just go off and win it, but uh, this kid's got a shot. And thirty-three to one, I think somebody fell asleep at the wheel at Fanduel on that one. So I'll, I'll give thirty-three it. to one if anybody in our audience can name the team he's on or the sport he plays. <laughs> well, I said Rocket Richard, NHL. He uh, plays yeah. for the Dallas Stars, um, and he's good. No, we, we'll have to trust on that one. I haven't caught too much NHL play this year. Um, but I do know the Flyers are, haven't won in a while. Lose for Bedard. Yeah. So um, just quickly before I end it, so my, my uh, with the games tomorrow, I see uh, the Giants game. I thought that they would kind of see the philosophy that the Eagles did where they're running the ball right at 
Mika Michael Parsons kind of to mitigate the the pass rush. That's why a lot of my props are revolve around Barkley. So if you see some yardage, you have, if you have any time touchdowns, etc., start playing those for tomorrow. That's kind of my tip on the uh, the Giants game for tomorrow. So I see him being used a lot, keeping the Dallas offense off the field. Uh, anything anybody wants to add, or are we just happy Thanksgiving to the audience? That's all we got, we right? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. See you guys.